It might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Now, for your listening pleasure, 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island redneck Brian Bro, and fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. It's the New Hampshire redneck Brian Bro, joined by the fearless one, C.V. Burton. Also known as the based one. <laughs> exactly. And the mean one is missing today, ladies and gentlemen. Keep him in your prayers, him and his family. They're dealing with some medical issues and... Um, you know, they, they need those prayers, so uh, definitely do that if you get a chance today. Uh, CV, who do we have on the show today? Yes, Chet did manage to record three interviews. Uh, segment three, Reggie Littlejohn. She's president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers and heads a campaign to stop vaccine passports. And segment five is Mike Kucharski, owner of one of the largest refrigerated truck companies called JKC Trucking talking about a aid to Ukraine. And we also have Frank Dallas, who is a personality that calls into 94.9 Fox News often. Definitely. And definitely tune in on those segments and the whole show. Um, one of the things that I wanted to get into, which I think is on everyone's mind, I mean, how, how can you not turn on the TV and not hear about Ukraine, right? Yeah. Um, but some of the things that are interesting that are coming out, and it really, it, I think it plays to um, the th- strength of, of the leadership in the United States, is this whole thing where Russia is tightening the noose, all right? And they are tightening the noose in several places. One of those places is um, the port of Maripol. And uh, Russia says its forces were tightening the noose around the besieged Ukrainian port of Maripol on Friday, and concern grew over mass civilian casualties as the United States gained, uh, again warned China about aiding Moscow uh, in its invasion. And you know that's one of the interesting things that I want to uh, actually point out is, you know, all of a sudden we've had this um, this sort of uh, alliance with China and Russia. Um, Iran has uh, come into that fold, uh, North Korea. And, um, you know, it makes you wonder, you know, where this whole thing is going and how easily that it could pop off into, well, let's face it, World War Three. Yeah. What do you say? I don't trust anything that I'm hearing coming out from the left stream media, of course. It seems like. Once again, they're trying to polarize people and suggest that if you're a if you're a Democrat or a lefty, you have to root for Ukraine. But if you're not and you're a Republican, you're probably a Russian bot and you're and you're probably in uh, in cahoots with Putin, who is just like Hitler. And uh, it's not that simple. I was at uh, a client's house a couple days ago and. his girlfriend was in the kitchen watching MSNP and MSNBC like for hours. And she was like riveted to the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, 
she was like riveted to the war porn on the TV screen. And, uh, and like she was taking notes, like, like it was gospel. And I went in there and I said, how come they don't talk about negotiations? They always talk about, you know, funding Ukraine and giving weapons to Ukraine. And, and, uh, we cheer on the Ukrainians who are so brave and they're fighting for their freedom. And, but I never hear the words, you know, sit down and negotiate. And she goes, don't say anything bad about the war. I'm like, what do you mean don't say anything bad about the war? Don't you want peace? So it was kind of strange. And then later we had Chinese food and I was like the only one eat, using a fork and and the other two <laughs> and the other two were using chopsticks. Oh, you're the- racist. <laughs> what you what are you too, you're you're too good for chopsticks, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you you know it, it what's scary about the whole thing, you know, to me is um you know the our our government has just i mean just swooped in and has i mean put their arms like 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 the like ukraine is a little infant and and we're coddling this country um and and we forget that you know that this is one of the most corrupt countries in the world Yes, I mean, sure. I mean, they're they're just as corrupt as you know Libya or Syria or any of these other countries that that we have seen where the United States has inserted themselves and have, you know, have overthrown these these governments that were in place and and the United States 100% did that back in 2014. So now here we are, fast forward to 2022. And here we are, and we're looking at this whole thing. And what's scary to me is that, you know, you have no politicians in Washington that are saying, well, you know, there are some bad actors on the Ukrainian side. It's a, it's just like it's like a blanketed no. You know, let's give them $14 billion. You know, our, our government can come up with $14 billion, but they can't come up with, you know, $1 billion to finish the border wall. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just it just shows the corruption. And and, and I'm worried about where this is going to end up going. Not know? even five cents for the for the border wall. Yeah. <laughs> 14 or 15 right. billion dollars to protect Ukraine's borders and not a penny for the wall to finish the wall. And right. uh, it seems like Ukraine is the world's laundromat. You know, it's I was going to say America's laundromat but for we, money. Yeah, yeah for yeah. money. <laughs> Ex- exactly. That's what I mean. But America can't be the only one using Ukraine as, as their uh, own private laundering operation. Uh, I'm sure other countries are doing it as well. And uh and then you had and then you have Biden who's has a two hour conversation with Chi, right? And just hours before the conversation, Chi st- sends his finest aircraft carrier through the Taiwan Strait in show of strength. And and then he has a conversation with Biden. It's like what are you doing? It, it's it, it's it, he's showing off because Biden is so weak. And then the other thing I was going to say was Chi or the CCP are are poised to help Ukraine and give them financing and weapons and whatever. I mean, no, no, I'm sorry. Help, they want to help Russia in their attack on Ukraine, I'm, I should say. And then you have Klaus Schwab. You know, in the party of Davos, the World Economic Forum, uh, telling 
the entire left stream media of the world to cheer on Ukraine. So it's like, but but she is in bed with Klaus Schwab because Klaus Schwab's son, Oliver, is married to a Chinese spy who runs the uh, World Economic Forum office out of Beijing, China. So it's like the CCP and the party of Davos are in bed together, but what they're doing is they're, they're playing rock'em sock'em robots with Russia and Ukraine. And please enlighten me, Brian. Why, what is the point? Why are they driving these two countries into war with each other? Are they trying to cover up the scandals of the vaccines, um, the, 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 the way Biden is running our country into the ground, running our economy into the dirt? His poll numbers are plummeting. I mean, why, why are they doing this? Well, I mean, if I had to take a stab at it, um, no pun intended. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that this all goes to the Great Reset. I think this is all part of their plan. I think they need to create um, world um, instability Confusion. and 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 economic instability on a global scale, so that they can bring in their one world government currency and their digital uh you know currency and all that other stuff and um i and i really do i really believe that this is what you're seeing is white hats and the globalists fighting this thing out and um that's why you're seeing so many different things um uh, and things being reported. I mean, a lot of the things out of Ukraine you're seeing, you know, they're reporting it as 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 Ukraine, and it was, you know, it was Syria. You know what I mean? It's like a video of uh, of a bombed out building uh, in Syria back in you know twenty whatever it was, twenty fourteen or yeah. twenty thirteen. You can't trust you know, your when, eyes. And, yeah. And and exactly, and and so they're trying to play this. So you just you got to have a little discernment, and you have to. Um, understand that that is what is happening. It's the Great Reset and they are full scale ahead. That's really what it's about. Coming up on segment two, we're going to be talking about Hunter Biden's laptop and all his shenanigans and being tied up with Russia and China. Coming right up on Freedom on Deck 94.9 Fox News. Clear the battlefield let me see All the profit Welcome back to Freedom on Deck 94.9 Fox News. Where's Hunter? Where is he? <laughs> um, I, yeah, where's Hunter? I don't know. And, and apparently Jen Psaki doesn't know either because she was asked whether <laughs> she was asked whether she stands by uh, calling Hunter Biden's laptop 
story, disinf uh, Russian disinformation, and that <laughs> he doesn't work for the United States. Uh, the New York Times admitted that the Hunter Biden laptop from hell is authentic, and the White House Press Secretary John Jen Psaki completely dodged the question on topic during Thursday's press uh, briefing uh, two days ago. And um, and she and you know because she knows she's backed against the wall, and and they and and they are trying their best to put this thing uh, on the back burner. But you know, folks, you need to start waking up. You really do. I mean, you got to start waking up. There are things that just don't add up, and one of the things that don't add up is Hunter's art gallery. Okay, his you know Hunter is an artist now. Um, Hunter's art gallery re received five hundred thousand dollars in COVID relief. Do you want to know how many employees they have, CV? How many? Two. <laughs> Two employees, and they received half a million dollars in COVID relief. We, folks, we have the most corrupt government. We have a government that's more corrupt than Ukraine. We have the most corrupt government in the world. Yeah. Well, when Joe Biden first came to Washington a thousand years ago, but... So, so 239 years ago? <laughs> yeah. And what the point is, when he came to Washington, he just assumed everybody does quid pro quo and, and everything is corrupt. So he thought that's just how you do it. So he has no compunction whatsoever to... Uh, work the system in this way and he raised his son this way this way and so he thinks it's normal too and he's like oh come on everybody everybody cheats everybody lies on their taxes everybody cheats and and steals and lies and cheats on his wife and and does drugs and it's just like it's it's the societal norm these days if like if you watch anything produced by netflix it's like every character is is hollow and empty and and looking for their soul and not really having one and it's it's a really strange thing and when when Jen Saki was asked about Hunter Biden like what did he do with the 10.5 million dollars he got from a Russian oligarch she goes I, I can't confirm that right now and he's like, well, what what did he do with all the money that he got from the this this Chinese business that he said he divested from? Did he really divest himself from this the, these companies? Goes well, he he was an American citizen, so he's allowed to do whatever he wants. No, not really. You know, only people who are the son of the president or the son of the vice president get bought and paid for like this. As uh, Steve Baden always says, you know, they, they come for the porn and they stay for the compromise. Right. And, you know, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, these honeypot, um, you know, little deals get made all the time. And, you know, one of the biggest, I would say, probably the the largest, uh, you know, perpetrator of those honeypot deals is China. 
And 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 here we are watching a situation where you know, like you said in the seg- you know earlier segment, is that you know China is backing Russia, who is also in bed with you know Klaus Schwab in yeah. in the World Economic Forum, and and this whole this whole war is going on in Ukraine, and Russia's involved, and all and all these you know all these actors and players are involved, and and China who is like one of the largest perpetrators of honeypot deals is dealing with Hunter Biden while his father was vice president and giving him billion dollar deals. I mean, with companies that are linked to the CCP, you know what I mean? It's just, it's so corrupt. The whole thing is just all tied together from, from, from China to Ukraine. And I, I, and I just don't know how, the average American doesn't uh, doesn't see it. I don't know how people are just not waking up to this whole thing. I know they and they accuse Donald Trump of uh, working with Russia because uh, seven years before he ever ran for president, he bought a house that was in disrepair from a Russian, uh, and he refurbished it and sold it for a lot more money. Also, he's bought and paid for by Russia because of that. But then you have this bra- brazen. Uh, money laundering through Hunter Biden, and he even says in his emails that he gives uh, what percentage to the to the uh, to the top dog? What was what was oh, the expression? Ten percent to the big guy. To the big guy. <laughs> to the, at least ten percent to the big guy, and uh, and then you had the, then you had the laptop, which everybody said was Russian disinformation. The laptop, and then. Now it's now it's been confirmed, and now he's under investigation. What was the article that you read from the New York Times? Uh, is 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 Hunter Biden officially under investigation, or is he not under investigation? From from everything I'm seeing, he is still officially under investigation by the FBI. Now, one of the things that is interesting that has come out with this whole laptop thing, and not on your mainstream media uh, uh, outlets like you know Face Crook and you know in Twatter and all these other ones, but um, but you know there are pictures, okay, of uh, of a credit card that says Malia A. Obama. And lo- and lines of coke and it's a credit card. I mean, it's it, it yeah, that would be some hell of a Photoshop uh, to to have photoshopped that. And there are pictures of of him with a girl. She's she's face down on the bed, looking at a laptop, and he's behind her pulling her hair. And there are and in that picture. There is a there's a, a distinguished mark on the back of her thigh, mm. and it matches a distinct mark on the back right thigh of Malia Obama, and there are things that are coming out Whoa. like this. So so yeah, there's some there's there's things on that laptop, and that is exactly why Donald Trump says it's the laptop from hell. And and then you have then you have. Uh... Wiener's laptop. Remember, what was the name? Uh, his what was Anthony. Well, you know, Sorry. you know what's funny about that you say about Anthony Wiener. Now, now, now he's a contributor to Fox News. <laughs> oh my God! But the, you had Anthony's Anthony Wiener's laptop, and there were police that said that they cried when they saw what was on there. 
and they don't follow up on anything. The DOJ, the FBI, do not follow up on anything. They pretend like when when there's a crime or a scandal that's so in your face, then they have to pretend like, oh yeah, we're investigating it. But they never investigate. They drag their heels. They drag it out. They run out the clock. And nothing ever gets done. But then you have protesters on January 6th. And they uh, take them, throw them in solitary confinement for well over a year. Make them sleep in their own piss. And without even a trial because they're designated domestic terrorists. And therefore, the Bill of Rights don't apply to them. And... and they're so brazen about it because all all these government workers came out of universities that brainwashed them into such a communist mindset that they are proud of it. They are proud of being so biased and so politicized and they go after political dissidents and they steal elections right in your face, right in front of you. And say, well, don't believe your eyes, you know. So, so anyway, so a corrupt government's not going to do anything. So, you know, you have to start. The people have to start doing something. So, you have to start getting involved if you're listening. You need to start getting involved. Anyway, we're we're up against it. Come back. We'll be right back with our first guest. John on the line with us right now, the president of Women's Rights Without Frontiers and her campaign to stop vaccine passports at stopvaxpassports.org. With the situation going on in Ukraine, people kind of get diverted from what's happening with these vaccine passports and mandates. So uh, give us a little heads up and catch us up with how they're pushing some of this through while we're not paying attention. Is that what's happening here with these passports? Right. So people are distracted by the situation in Ukraine, which, you know, is, is, is horrendous. And they're also distracted by the fact that uh, the, the mandates, like mandating for you to have a vaccine or mandating the mask, have been lightening up. And so people are just sort of breathing a sigh of relief and not realizing that as the COVID restrictions are winding down, mm. that um, that the that the global control is is ramping up. So um, so they are quite. I, there's there's an article that recently came out on on Politico. Um, it's called "More GOP States Are Now Wagering on Vaccine Passport Technology," and also WHO is making moves on an international vaccine passport. So people are so happy that the mandates are easing up that they're not aware that the passports are ramping up and we need to oppose these passports because they are 
um, they can incorporate the same functionality as China's social credit system. And so they could be instituted nationally uh, and, and then we will be in a situation of surveillance and, and social control. And especially if, if we're going to end up with another pandemic, uh, they'll just be able to clamp down on us all the more uh, harshly. That'll happen right after the uh, midterms. No doubt about no, it. Why do you think? Why do, why, why do you think after? Why don't you think before? Maybe if before. It happened, because if it happened before, then that would give an excuse for mail-in ballots or God forbid. That's they, true. They would, or, or, or God forbid that they would try to use it as an excuse not even to have the midterm elections. Going on a so site like your site that you run, StopVaxPassports.org, is uh, really important for our listeners to do because this is not being covered by the media, even when I sometimes go over to Fox News, who I'm starting to watch less and less as time goes on. I'm trying to stick on with uh, OAN and a little bit of Newsmax. Um, You know, everything is Ukraine, 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 as you alluded to, Reggie. Uh, How do we get people more involved and how do we get people to pay attention? Everybody should go over to StopVaxPassports.org. And we have a a, a campaign on there that you can sign up for. And it's on a very, we're using a very powerful tool called Align Act. And what that is, is it's it's a, a way for people to just sign up once and then they can send the same email from their personal email address to the personal email address of their you know their senator their congressman their state rep um and then you know people who have control over things like like vaccine uh, mandates and passports so please go there and and take action um and let other people know about it but it's you know this vaccine passport if we allow this digital app to get onto our phones, mm-hmm. then it can be it can surveil our you know our our, our facial recognition, our our our, our real time geolocation, our um, social media posts, our internet search history, our internet spending history. It attaches your credit cards and your bank accounts, and if you do stuff that is counter narrative, like I'm right now, I'm I'm I am holding a bulletin. This bulletin is dated February 7th of 2022. It's called some it's from the Department of Homeland Security, okay? Yep. It's called Summary of Terrorism Threat to the United States. So they call certain people domestic threat actors. So those would be terrorists and and the people that they are saying are domestic threat actors or terrorists are people who prolif- pro- proliferate false or misleading narratives regarding the unsubstantiated widespread election fraud, okay? So you think that there was election fraud in 2020 that could get you labeled as a domestic terrorist or COVID-19. In other words, you, you disagree with some of the things that, you know, Mr. Fauci has been saying. Um, and the Department of Homeland Security said that what they're doing about this is they have established a new dedicated domestic terrorism branch to um, expand its evaluation of our online activity. Mm. So, you know, they're going to be watching people online. They're going to be seeing if you think that there's been election fraud. They're going to be seeing if you disagree with the vaccine mandates or the mask mandates or the vaccine passports. And then they can attach all of that to your vaccine passport. Um, And then if they don't like what you're doing, they can turn off your credit cards and your bank account. Like what just happened in Canada to people who supported the truckers. And this is no joke. Yeah, those truckers, I mean, that's a big story, too, that kind of got swept under the rug, and it's still going on, and God bless them. I'm glad that 
that there are people out there fighting for us. That would be in the tunes of millions of people, though, Reggie. How can they label millions of Americans terrorists? And you're right. The AG has already done this. Well, it's it's the Department of Homeland Security. Um, And what they're doing is I think that they're just trying to, you know, to purge conservatives. um, And, you know, I mean, it's it's starting in in the military that they have been denying these these religious um, exemptions. And why are they doing that? I mean, why are they targeting religious exemptions as specifically that they're going to deny those if they're not trying to um, to separate out people of faith, people of backbone, people who are willing to stand up to the military and just say no, even if they're in the military, and separate those people out and purge them from the military. And um, General Jerry Boy- Boykin in one of our webinars said that this is similar to what Stalin did in the beginning when he took power, purge the military. Well, that's, so it's that's very great. frightening. Yeah, Stalin, I mean, he made... Uh... He made Hitler look like a choir boy. You know, this is scary stuff. Um, and it's frightening. And uh, Reggie, Reggie Little John on the line with us right now. Do you think part of this is intimidation, hoping that, uh, you know, half of us will say, all right, I'll fall in line? I mean, is that kind of what it is, too? They want people to feel like, you know what, if I side with these guys and I tell them that the election was rigged and I tell them that I support the police and I tell them I don't like Joe Biden, I might be labeled a terrorist. I might as well just shut my mouth, keep my side of the street clean. Oh, sure. It has a very it has a huge chilling effect. Um, I know that when I, for example, post things on Twitter um, sometimes I just have a knot in my stomach, like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I, I'm afraid to post this. I don't know what, you know, what, what's going to happen to me. Um, you know, so, so yeah, it, it absolutely is, is terrifying. And then what it does is it just, it shuts down the debate. I mean, that's what America is supposed to be about. We are supposed to be able to debate things in the marketplace of ideas, um, and may the best idea win. So, um, we should be able to debate whether there was election fraud. We should be able to debate, you know, the pros and cons of the vaccines, you know, but but they're just trying to shut down all debate. And that is that is against our free speech rights. It is is anti-American, in my opinion. It's communist. It's communism. It's exactly what it is. And you're right. This is this is how it starts. You know, this is all this has all been uh, pre-planned as well, folks. I mean, and, you know, all the liberals listening or anybody that uh, doesn't view our particular views of certain some things me and reggie differ on and a lot that we agree on um when they take us away who's going to defend you when they come for you i forgot where that's from reggie but that's really it's it's a true thing you know once they start they won't stop it's not going to get turned off is it well it can't get turned off see this is the thing that dr naomi wolf and and jay valentine who's a, just an eminent tech expert have both says that once this is in, it, it, once this is installed on our phones and that we all have these vaccine passports that, and that and that they can put all the functionality of the china's social credit system onto these within a matter of minutes then there will be no more de- de- defense uh, excuse me there will be no more dissent because the minute you dissent, like in China, if you say something that's dissent, you can, you have the oh, internet police at your door immediately. And we have the technological capability of doing that in the United States as well. And, you know, we need to make sure that the, that the technology does not, does not get installed on our smartphones 
to enable the government or anyone else to do that. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a, it's definitely it's definitely scary. President of Women's Rights Without Frontiers. The website stopvaxpassports.org. Um, Reggie, thank you so much. We're going to bring you back on really soon. Uh, I thank you for coming on every month. You really uh, have have become a popular guest on our program, so I do appreciate it. And keep doing what you're doing and keep up the good fight. We're not going to lose. We're going to win. We're going to win. If we we stand up together. We have to. We have to. Thank you, Reggie. Thank you. God bless. Everybody, that was the wonderful Reggie Little John. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Fox News Radio. News now is stimulating talk. This is FOD on your dial. Um, we're gonna get right into this topic. This is this one blew me away. This is something that I think that um, not only is nobody talking, I mean, that mainstream media is silent on this topic. And you can look this up for yourself, folks. This is not conspiracy theory, and this is coming from Fox News. Disney employees. Among 108 arrested in Florida human trafficking sting, say the police. Detectives in Polk County, Florida, say dozens were arrested during an operation focused on human trafficking, prostitution, and child predators. The six-day undercover operation, dubbed Operation March Sadness 2, began March 8th and resulted in 108 arrests, according to Sheriff's Office news release. Four suspects are Disney employees, the Sheriff's Office said. This is not something new, folks. I want to tell you, I wish I could say that it was, but it's not something new. Back in August of 2021, August 4th to be exact, M- uh, NBC put an article up on their on their um, website. Ne- I never saw any of the news on TV on the big black box in your living room say anything about it. But they did have an article on their website where two Disney World employees were arrested among seventeen in Florida six. Child, uh, child sex sting, uh, the same county, Polk County. So this is nothing new, but I just find this, uh, you know, to be very strange. You know, Disney has a reputation, CV, of 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 putting things in their movies yeah. and in their cartoon series. Um, the most recent is uh, Alice's Wonderland Bakery um, cartoon that is on Disney Junior with pedophile symbols and all this other stuff. It doesn't shock me that it's coming from Disney. It just shocks me that 
these arrests were made and nothing is being reported about it. Millions of people bring their kids to Disney every year, CV, mm-hmm. and 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 this is the employee pool that is over there at Disney World. Perhaps, and I have no proof of this, but perhaps they're going after the the low-hanging fruit or people at the bottom of the barrel in Disney's employ and uh, to, uh, to make a show of it because they may be hiding bigger problems with the upper brass of the Disney company. You know what I mean? So, yep. you, you know, they, they're putting out movies and TV shows which are trying to sexualize children just like the teachers do uh, all over this country with uh, over-sexualizing children way before they're even pubescent, you know. And I demand separation of sex and state, just like I demand separation of church and state, and I want separation of health and state. Why is the government getting involved in our health? Why are they trying to brainwash our children at five years old? And and why are they... Uh, it's just It's just a big mess. And you well, know, just, all right, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, you just had you just had uh, Governor DeSantis there in Florida uh, signed that bill. Um, oh, gosh, I can't think of the name of it. But basically, it's it's it's, it's a bill. It's not that it's not the don't say gay bill. That's what that's how the Democrats are. Characterizing well, that's it. what they're that's what they're calling it. Right. It really has to do with you cannot you cannot teach children any sexual education uh up until i think it's third grade right? right so after third grade they can they can be taught these things and i really have to get behind that because you know why would you teach a five six or a seven year old any of that stuff you know what i mean they're not even even close to reaching puberty they're not thinking on those terms and 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 these they're just children let them let let them have those innocent years and and one of the things that i i want to touch on about this whole bill is the fact that disney employees who had a who who had a hissy fit with the fact that disney corporation didn't come out and condemn the bill that desantis signed um they staged a walkout so the employees walked out on the company because the upper brass ceo who which may end up being you know arrested in uh connection with all this we'll we'll see um is it, you know didn't condemn the bill so they staged a walkout i heard a statistic today on the war room steve Bannon's war room saying that like 29 million calls come in every year complaining about uh, pedophilia and uh, children being victimized by adults. 29 million? I mean, what percentage of that are involved Satanism? I would like to know. And, (laughs) you know, and the guy... You might not want to (laughs) know. And you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of Satanism and a lot of cultism in our government, and the FBI are are going after, you know, uh, I guess 
people, uh, you know, average Americans that they, they they set up like like in chat rooms, they they pose as children, right? And they pretend that they're children, and they set up meetings with pe- with uh, pedophiles, and then when the the pedophile goes to meet the child, the FBI arrests them. So it's it's almost like it's like a sting operation, but there's so much worse going on with child uh, human trafficking, and you know to uh, people paying a lot of money for children. Are they following up on that? That's what I want to know, because that's a whole nother that's a horse of another color, because they're taking well, these children and they're they're putting them into like ritual uh, abuse. Ritual abuse, satanic ritual abuse, and uh, well, go ahead. No, I, I mean, you know, I was going to just say, you know, well, we see it, we see it with with Hollywood. Yes, I mean, look, 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 look at all these elites who have children, and and their children are trans, or, and they're dressing them up in 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 dresses when they're when they're born. Uh, uh, as oh, a yeah. male, or or they're or or dressing them like 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 a boy when they're born a female. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it, we see it, we see it in Hollywood, we see it in our poli- uh, in our politics in this country. I mean, uh, look at our president for for I know. I mean, you know, the guy can't keep his hands off little kids. You yeah. know what I mean? And I guarantee you that that laptop of his sons has things like that on it too. And so, you know, when, when you see these things in politics and you see these things in Hollywood and you see these things uh, going on around our country, one has to wonder, you know, is there a tie to like what you're saying, you know, Satanism and, and, and this, and this evil cabal that is uh, using children, the innocence of children, um, for their pleasure. Yep. And I'm not surprised that there are, you know, people who have pedophilia tend- tendencies uh, working at Disney because pe- pedophiles generally take jobs or hobbies that keep children around them, like the Boy Scouts, um, or or teachers in school or uh, or in, or Disneyland, you know it gives them opportunity. So I'm not terribly surprised about that. But what what I am appalled at, well I'm appalled at that too. But I'm also appalled at the fact that PizzaGate, and I'm gonna say PizzaGate, and you're not you're not supposed to talk about that. That was one of the first scandals you're not allowed to talk about. Since then, every scandal that comes out, you're not allowed to talk about, or you get kicked off of Twitter, or whatever. And where am I going with this? Yeah, nothing happens. Nothing. There was no follow up on it. And we know it's true because the WikiLeaks emails involving the Podesta brothers was pretty graphic and and and, and was never there was never an explanation given Then nobody said the, the emails were fake or anything. Coming up guest is Mike Kucharski and uh, Chet's talking to him about aid to Ukraine. Stick here with 94.9 Fox News. I can't sing, I ain't pretty, and my legs are thin. But don't ask me what I think of you. I might not give the answers that you want me to.
Welcome back to Freedom on Deck 94.9 News Now. On the line with us right now is the owner of one of the largest refrigerated trucking companies called JKC Trucking. His name is Mike Kucharski. A lot of truckers have certainly been in the news as of late. And um, a few different media news outlets have talked to you about your position on the Ukraine with with the help that they will receive from truckers and how it's going to be very pivotal for the humanitarian aid that's going on over there. Now, uh, explain how that works here and explain how that works over there. They're going to rely on this as their aid because I believe they are not letting any humanitarian aid come through flights, correct? I believe so. Yes, correct. So this is so. What is a trucker's duty, and what does a, truck, a trucker do when they're assigned to uh, to bring humanitarian aid to a certain area of the world? So yeah, first I just want to start out, you know, just to thank all the truckers, you know, fighting for America and the truckers fighting in Ukraine. You know, yes, all sir. the truckers, all the truckers are bringing all the the goods. So they're bringing the food, the medical supplies, everything that you need. You know, just to give you an idea, like over seventy percent of all goods that we consume. Uh, our our truck in the U.S. Yes. You know what I mean, so there's going to be the same thing in Europe. Actually, it's going to be probably like 100% because now at the time of war, they could only funnel in through, and I believe every most of the product is coming through the Poland border. Okay. You know I mean, and, and truckers are, are family people. They're they're you know their fathers, mothers. You know what I mean, and they're bringing product you know to to these people to support. Uh, you know that uh, the the Ukrainian war, you know, to bring them, you know, supplies, uh, a lot of ammunition is coming across, but I think that's the military bringing that thing. You know, th- these drivers, you know, are, are supporting the families out there uh, that 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 are in need. You know, and you know, one of the things that you've been seeing a lot here in the U.S., uh, trucking companies here in the U.S. have sent a lot of cash donations to the people in Ukraine. It's it, it's very key. That's how they're supporting. You know, the American trucking companies are supporting, you know, the people of Ukraine and the trucking companies over there. Uh, you know, just to give you an idea, JGC, we we have donated money to UNICEF. We've donated to uh, Save the Children. And, and uh, one of my uh, good friend, Adam Lyons, started uh, something called Helping Orphans in the time, in the times of, of civil unrest. We sent money there too. Uh, his one of his business partners is uh, has an orphanage in, in Ukraine, and they've almost raised half a million dollars to for these orphans to get these orphans out of the Ukraine and to safety. That's beautiful. All good organizations, by the way. Uh, kudos to you guys for that. Uh, it's also very difficult. You know, it's a uh, it's a tough thing to do to go into a war torn area in a truck. I mean, you know. It's different than uh, waking up in the morning over here in the States and and driving across the country, which is also very... And my brother-in-law is a trucker, by the way, so I know what the scheduling is like, and it's not easy. But um, this is going to be very pivotal for them, and it's not going to be an easy job, is it, Mike? No, no, it's it's extremely, extremely dangerous to enter these war-torn cities, you know, just as, as the truck drivers did. You know, our truck drivers did during, uh, during COVID, you know, constantly on the front lines, risking their lives. These these truckers, you know, are risking their lives to get aid or whatever they need supplies into the country. Uh, and they're also there's a lot of 
uh, buses and trucks coming out of Ukraine with the women and, and children that are, that are fleeing the country. I mean, I want to say that, you know, uh, they're almost uh, just in Poland. I was reading there's almost two, two million. It's approaching two million wow. refugees. And they're 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 estimating that in another couple of weeks, it might go up to four million. You know, what I mean, which is great. You know what I mean, because you got to get these women out and, and children escaping war, you know, the rushing the border, you know, what I mean, and obviously the men are staying behind to to fight the war. You know, what I mean, you already see, I mean, if you watch the news, you know, the the Russians blew up a hospital, uh, blew up a EQ, you yeah. know, what I mean, um, and, you know, it's just too dangerous for families and children to stay, stay there any anymore. You know, what I mean, because it's just you don't know what's going to happen. Mike Kucharski, the owner of JKC Trucking. Mike, also the Freedom Caravans throughout Canada, here in the United States, they've been dealt a bad hand by the media. It's been covered co- covered in a, I think, distasteful way. I think that these people are also patriots, and they're doing something that needs to be done as well. This It seems like right now in the media, there's a lot going on with uh, the truckers, and, and I hope that this kind of educates people to what you guys go through on a daily basis. Yeah, and I just want to start off, you know, because I hate when the media said, especially in Canada, the truckers, um, you know, are violent people, a small group. No, they are not. They are family people. People. They're peaceful protesters coming from all different, you know, directions. You know, what I mean, oh, for yeah. example, you saw you saw uh, what happened in Canada. Obviously, the, the, the Canadian government ignored their countrymen, which was, was very sad. And we have the same convoy happening here. And it's kind of awkward because the convoy is, is I believe, uh, approaching already in D.C. And, and our government is doing the same thing. You know what I mean? And, and the main reason that these, you know, truckers, you know, are protesting because they had enough of the mandates, number one. I mean, but the bigger problem, the overregulation, we're overregulated in the trucking industry and the overstep of the government, you know, they feel that their rights and freedoms are being trampled on. You know, truckers truckers are standing up for their freedom of choice. You know what I mean? I've been saying it, this is critical since day one, since the mandates were imposed. You know, we were seeing a, a, a lot of support, which is amazing. You know, first it was just, you know, trucking groups. And now we're seeing pop-up groups. You know, we saw it all over Canada. Uh, now we're seeing it all over the U.S., you know, uh, supporting truckers. You know, it just shows, it shows people across the nation, not just truckers, the value they value freedom of choice you know they, they support what america stands for which is freedom mike Chikarski on the line owner of jkc trucking uh mike i wanted to ask you just uh how companies like yours and other trunk trucking companies right now are dealing with these gas prices has this been hitting you hard <sighs> Yes. So we have something called a, a fuel surcharge that we add to, to the bill. And, you know, our, our fuel surcharge is ridiculous. It's the highest it's ever been. It's way over 70 percent and uh, it's not going down. But the biggest issue that, you know, truckers like me uh, or, or medium sized truckers and smaller truckers have is when when the fuel jumps so high, even when you have this fuel surcharge, the lag is what kills us because they we don't have enough time to raise the prices enough because we don't see it jumping over 40 cents like it did uh, last week, yeah. which, is, which is crazy. 
You know what I mean? And we don't know where it's going to end, you know, obviously because, you know, there's so many issues going on. But that's what's, what's killing us, and especially smaller truckers. You know what I mean? So it's, it's going to be... Has it, inter- in- has it interfered with your daily routine? Is this something where you guys have to be like, look, we're not, we're not making that delivery, or you do it regardless? I mean, since the beginning of the pandemic, we had to cut down lanes because we were short drivers. Uh, these warehouses are short labor, and, and we just don't have you know, the drivers that we used to, uh, to deliver to all these. So yes, we had to slim down areas, you know what I mean? And, and lanes and we're going to obviously all the major cities, but you know, anything that takes a little bit longer time, like outside these cities, these deliveries we're, we're, we're kind of saying no, because I mean, uh, even with the group I have, I'm doing the best I can and we're still barely making it. So I have to, you know what I mean? cut some of these people off because you know how's this i'm not going to promise a customer i'm going to get there and never get there that's just bad business you know i mean if i can't do it i mean honesty is the best policy at our company since since day one and that's what we tell them hey we'll do our best you know i mean and they understand even when we take these lanes you know these drivers get held up by weather by issues you know i mean uh and and we we do the best we can and the customers are understanding as somebody that i mentioned also my brother-in-law is a trucker I know how tough it is for you guys. I know how tough it is on the families of the truckers j- just for the doing the job. Uh, my brother-in-law, my, my sister was lucky to see him 30 hours a week. I mean, that was maybe the max, and that's because he was always on the road. And I don't think people tell you that, guys. And I don't think they thank you enough. I don't think uh, uh, you guys should be in any way, shape, or form punished for uh, you know standing up against vaccinations or are these terrible, terrible prices that are being gouged by this administration with gas, and I don't want to get political. Is there any place that you want our listeners to go? If anybody's looking for to be a truck driver or a career in the truck driving uh, market, you know, go to uh, www.jkctrucking.com, or you can email us at jobs at jkctrucking.com to, uh, to, to be a frontline worker and an uh, American hero delivering uh, product being the American people. And Mike, by the way, thank you for doing what you did uh, for the police officers uh, two years back, because I, I, re- I remember you from that. And thank you. Thank you for your support. I, I, I really appreciate it. And, and, and thank you, brother-in-law. I will, Mike. Thank you very much. Everybody, that was Mike Kucharski. Um, listen, truckers, they really are the backbone of this country that are pushing back against these vaccine mandates. Don't go anywhere. There's a lot more show to go here on Freedom on Deck 94.9 News Now, Fox News Radio. And her mind did shoot up down in the county Kildare. So be easy and free when you're drinking with me. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck 94.9 Fox News Radio. And on this topic, we're going to talk about how President Trump's administration was harassed, harangued. They inserted uh, operatives into his inner circle to besmirch him, to set him up, this, that, and the other thing, and... They, they've uh, they tried to impeach him twice. 
They, and they're they're still at it with January 6th, the January 6th commission to prevent him from coming back. They are obsessed with stopping Trump, but they've never had, they never found anything that they can really sink their teeth into. They, they, everything was a scam from Russia collusion on down. And this story, they've uncovered a guy who, who, infiltrated Trump's inner circle. He's a he's a British spy called Andrew Whitney. And he was inserted in there to tarnish his reputation. They had this other guy who was shoehorned into the the Trump administration named Don Berlin who set up a document that made Trump look like he was uh planning a seditious act of insurrection ahead of the uh, January 6th protest. And that was phony. And it just goes on and on and on. Brian, where's the end of this? I don't know. I mean, listen, we, we, we know that they they wanted him out. <laughs> you know, we know that we know that they rigged the election. We know that. I mean, it's so obvious. I mean, you have, you just had um, in Nevada, um, they one of the counties just voted to get rid of the electronic machines and go totally uh, secure marked ballots. Yeah, that's awesome. you know what I mean, marked paper ballots. And I think it's the first county in the country to do it. And so, um, yeah, and I and I just say that because you know we know that the election was rigged. And um, so it's it's no surprise to me to see this, but I just I find it amazing that um, we call Britain our ally. We're NATO partners with them, um, and uh, we also call Israel our allies. Right. And both of those countries have spied on. The Trump administration, um, you know, uh, Israel has spied on several administrations, and and we know that um, Britain does it as well with uh, MI6 and MI5. You know, we know they do that, so it, it, it's not a shock. It's just I don't understand why we stand by these people. And the FBI, they have they they put um, operatives into uh, these, I guess, right-wing clubs or something like that. And they set up a a scam where they tried to suggest that these people were planning on kidnapping Governor Whitmer. Remember that? And they were like... Yep. there There were more... FBI operatives in this little club. I can't remember the name of it offhand. I'm sorry. Uh, there were more uh, FBI operatives in this club than there were actual people that they were trying to set up. You know what right. I mean? So you know yep. that they that that it was the FBI that was planning the kidnapping and trying to get these other people to go along with it, so that they could paint Trump supporters or anybody on the right as uh, as kooks. And terrorists. And so and then the FBI have recently declared it, it, uh, officially that anybody who believes that November 3rd was a stolen election is a domestic terrorist. 
And so therefore, <laughs> therefore, like no, like you and I are not safe, Brian. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, listen, we were at, I, we were, I, at, we were I, at the January sixth protest too. We didn't go into the building, but we were there waving flags because we thought we got ripped off with the election. And they're trying to intimidate us. And I, I to this day, I have black helicopters flying over. I know I sound crazy. I just, I know I sound crazy, <laughs> but there are black helicopters flying over my house all the time. And I, well, I I know they're not looking at me, all right? I, I guess I'm just in the highway, the, the helicopter highway. But it is disconcerting when the FBI puts out a memo saying that everybody who believes the, the election was stolen is a, is a domestic terrorist. And then you have uh, federal black helicopters flying over your house. I, I mean, there must have been four today alone. I'm not kidding. And they fly low. Well, I mean, you know, the thing that, you know, when you look at all this stuff, right? So just take January 6th, for instance. The FBI, it's it's being reported and confirmed that the FBI had agents on the ground in the building and they and there's videos of these agents that were instigating people to enter the building. Yeah. So so that is the quintessential definition of entrapment you know what i mean you you can you can you can you can set up a sting you can you can present a situation but once you once you actively engage in 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 coercing somebody to commit a crime then it's entrapment and 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 now that this is all coming out, um, I mean January sixth. I mean if, if if the FBI were there, then why weren't the FBI there in Kenosha? Why weren't the FBI there in Seattle? Why weren't the FBI there with uh, I don't know? Maybe they were up in you know uh, uh, Ottawa. You know what I mean? Maybe the CIA was there. You know, we don't know how far our government is um, involved in all these different things is what I'm getting at. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, we, we, we are hearing stories about, uh, you know, Las Vegas. And I mean, and we know that the uh, somebody broke into the house while the house was under surveillance by the FBI and stole the guy's, uh, you know, computer. Yeah. I mean, you know, so all these things that have happened in the last 10 years have been very questionable and no one seems to ever have an answer and nothing ever gets looked into and no heads ever roll. And the American people are always left with unanswered questions. There's two things. There's the guy who was in that that band of merry gentlemen who uh supposedly tried to kidnap Governor Whitmer. What the the head of that club or organization, whatever, is a guy who was living in the basement of uh of some kind of um repair shop and he didn't even have a bathroom. He had to go next door to uh to some restaurant to use the bathroom just to brush his teeth. And uh, and they and they they're calling that guy the, the, the mastermind of the <laughs> of the Governor Whitmer plot, and then uh, on January sixth, there's there's uh, f- camera footage, hidden camera footage, of a man inside the white uh, inside the Capitol building, and he's 
trying to open the doors to let the protesters into the building, but the doors are locked, um, you know, like automatically locked, and he couldn't open it. And you see him looking up at somebody, like he's looking up towards the ceiling, he's looking up at somebody, and he's pointing to the door, he's like, unlock the door. And then the door was apparently unlocked because then he tried it again and it did open and then he started letting the people in. So that right there is like the smoking gun. Somebody inside the Capitol building couldn't open the door and motioned to somebody behind him to open it and he pressed the button and the door unlocked and then he opened the door and let the people in. And then and then the protesters were were in like almost like single file behind these like velvet ropes. And they they didn't break anything, and I don't know I don't know who these other people were who stole a laptop or knocked the door down uh, in into these offices, but I think those were the FBI operatives because the other people oh, sure the they were because the other people who went in there were carrying flags, and mind you, there were no weapons. How do you have an insurrection yeah. with no weapons? They walk in with the flags, they said a prayer, they said in the name of Jesus Christ, Amen, and then they walked out again. That's that's well, what that's I- what's on the the footage. It's not what they say it is. Everything that you you hear coming from the left stream media is a blatant lie. You're being manipulated. Yes, you are. And listen, and we're going to come back. Da- uh, Franklin Dallas is up next. FOD. Gotta get in to get out. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and stimulating talk. One of the all-time personalities that, uh, well, most people know him from Lee Elsie, obviously. It's a usually a daily or weekly thing. Rarely do you not get to hear from this gentleman's voice once a week at least, and I've been kind of lacking on that too. Some people would say we're rivals. I would say that's still true to this day. But we're able to sit down and talk about some things. Frank Dallas on the line with me right now. How you doing, Frank? I'm doing okay. How you How you doing? I'm good, man. I wanted to um just thank you. Know I want I want all the listeners to know that I've been going through some things, and Frank was somebody that that reached out to me, and I appreciate that, man. All, our differences don't put our uh, you, you don't put our well thoughts for each other in the back. It never well, happens that way, and I appreciate you doing that, bro. Thank well, you. We're both no problem. We're both Americans, so because we disagree politically doesn't mean anything. I really, I think the whole difference between political and being enemies is something new. That's true. That's true. So uh, I was uh, looking at the story that you sent to me. This happened in Old Lyme. It happened with a 29-year veteran on the force. And a few incidents of racism, and the man's name is Officer Jay Rankin. And he was placed on administrative leave, paid, uh, for quite a while. And then he actually uh, was put under arrest. And uh, the ball has started rolling with a few separate incidents that happened with this man. 
one was an incident in where he became verbally abusive towards somebody that was blocking a parking area that he had jumped in for because he is part of the volunteer fire department also, and a uh, supposed racial slur was used against the man. And I thought it was interesting because in some of these newspaper, Frank, they went straight to, well, the individual that he was having the issue with has a lengthy rap sheet as well. But then as you went on, you saw he also had several other incidents in which he was inebriated. Uh, in one situation, he was at a bar inebriated and said something very nasty to a restaurateur after the man was basically at his mother's funeral and made a horrible comment about his genitalia and his race. So the rap sheet adds up to this as a very bad cop and the thing that I, worries me here, too, is the old line police certainly had all these uh, incidents. They knew what was going on here, and they were still taking care of this guy. Yeah, mm. and I, I I think personally, first of all, I'm pro-police. My mother raised me pro-police. I'm not against the police at all. I know you're not. But I, but I am against bad policing. And in the African-American community, we complain about bad policing for generations. And I believe personally that a lot of the protesting that happened in the last few years made good cops step up because if it wasn't for good cops this cop would still be on the street yeah you're right about that and i agree with you on that you know it was a i think it was a few years ago when you were in new london and you stood in line and you you told some of the protesters hey protest but be good and i was i was kind of laughing at somebody told me hey i i met frank he was on the line with the cops and I thought he's being paid for by the uh, New London police. But that's, you know, that's the interesting thing about you. You're able to call it out. But when push comes to show, uh, you're for the community. This guy was dangerous, though. This is the problem we have when inside that blue line, the brotherhood can sometimes and good cops, as you said, can sometimes be intimidated about saying the truth. And and that has to stop. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because when you have a uh, when you have an organization like Eternal Affairs, and every cop that's not Eternal Affairs think that's a bad organization, and all they are there for is to invest to investigate bad cops. They call that the thin blue line, where you don't post to say anything about the um, the, the brotherhood. Department. Yeah, the brotherhood. Mm -hmm. Which to me, I think that wall we got a long way to go, but that wall is being torn down a little bit. Because this guy in O-Line only been on the force all those years because I'm sure other cops were disgusted by things he said in the locker room yep. or in their homes. I'm sure. And I think now they're like they're so disgusted. They're like, even though this is this is something little, I mean it's not little, but it's something that probably could have been he could have been disciplined. But I think the rest comes with all the complaints, all the allegations and the investigations that people looked at and was like he should have been fired then. And the other and the other you know, part of it, Frank, for this guy to um, go out and get drunk at a bar and yeah. to get into an altercation and to use uh, derogatory and racist comments while he's out drinking, that's not a good look for any police officer. That's a that's a bad look for any person, let alone somebody that you, uh, you know, you want to rely on to protect you and your community. That is just abuse. I think not only police, I think anyone with power or anyone in a power position mm. cannot look at anyone a female 
someone older or younger. You can't be discriminatory any kind of way. You can't be age discriminatory. You can't be gender discriminatory. You can't even, I mean, you can't even be gay discriminatory. You, you just can't be. You have to look at everybody as that job if they can do it. And if you look at them differently and you got and you're in power, whatever the position is, school teacher, anything, you have to go. The part that was hard for me with this story, and you sent me three different articles, and some of them were from uh, last year. The first one that I was able to to uh, piece together is the first article. It was in October, so I'm assuming it happened around October, before October, maybe. But I couldn't get much until I had some issues opening the day. I finally was getting into the day, and I saw that he's placed under arrest. And yes, they had uh, they had ruled it as as guilty as charged but you can't really get any of these stories and i think that's part of the problem too because in old lime i'm sure whether there was local papers or lo- local news um they get told not to give many details on this stuff either and and that's something that we have the right to do that as citizens with anyone, whether right. you're a politician, a cop, uh, whatever you may be, business owner, that's the Freedom of Information Act. And I, I fully support the Freedom of Information Act, but it doesn't look like it works all the time, Frank. You, you're right. They got, they, got, they got loopholes in that law. Yeah. I found it out the hard way. And I look at things, and then you have the Freedom of Information Act, and then state by state. There's some things that they say that's not the Freedom of Information Act. And they just leave it out. And it's crazy how that works. But you're right. These loopholes hurts the public. It does. It does. And I think we also have to keep in mind that he he had his trial. Uh, he had his defense attorney. He's not going to be doing a lot of time. I don't even no, think, I don't think he really is doing any time. But um, but we have to be able to know when these things are happening that the community can get answers and that the fact that it was so hard for me even after this guy was arrested and and put away that i couldn't get a lot of information on this guy is an issue because he's got a lengthy rap sheet he's a bad cop that's it's as simple to say he's a bad cop frank that's right and that's all a lot of people want is to weed out the bad individuals because i don't think i mean Look, I don't believe one spoiled apples spoils a whole bunch. I believe if we can get the minority, it's a, it's a minority of bad cops. I don't. I would never say it's the majority. But no, the but the majority feels they can't say anything, and that's the problem. Yes, and but 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 that's coming down because this cop only got in trouble because of other police officers. Let's not forget that's that. true. That's true, but you see that kind of situation, you know, you can see that in the church, you can see that uh, in our police forces, you can see that in politics where people won't say anything because they think that that will either end their career or ostracize them. You're so right. That doesn't just happen with the police either, Frank. Yeah, look at Coach Joe Paterno. Everybody knew that his assistant was a a child molester and no one said nothing because they wanted their six-figure salary. Joe, story still bothers me. Joe Paterno turned the other way, knowing that that yes, man was molesting yes. children in the locker room. Yes, and so did everyone else. I mean, there's a lot of people that knew. And you look at it, that's why, That's why. I mean, the, 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 the program came back since then, but that's why people had to fire him and fire everyone around him because they all knew and they all just wanted their six-figure salary and wanted to wear that Penn State cap. And you let a, a, molest, a molester run rampant? 
that's it's because they had such a love for Paterno. And, you know, mm-hmm. Sandusky, they didn't care about Sandusky. They were no, they were trying yeah. to defend Joe, and that was just turning uh the whole school into a circus act. And it's still kind of recovering today. I think it has recovered now. The program is getting back to where it is. But um, this should be a lesson to people. No matter what field you're in, if someone's doing something wrong, you got to say something. You're right. You have to. How are you guys? I know you, you're, you're a trucker. How's everything going with you with, um, with the gas and all that stuff right now? It's absolutely outrageous. Have a good day, buddy. All right, Frank. I'll talk to you Monday. Take care. That was the one and only. He's a legend. Frank, we got a lot more to talk about here. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. You know, everything that you hear on Freedom on Deck um, and all these different topics that we talk about, you know, the, the most important thing um, that we would ever want to take away from it is that you go out and you do your own research. You, If you hear something on this show and it touches a nerve with you, Go out and do your own research. You know, we're not here to try to convince you, but we want to bring up topics and issues to you um, and and get light a fire within you yeah. to, you know, to to go and research it yourself. You know what I mean? It's up to you to come to your own conclusion. It's not uh, it's not us that are trying to get you to come to a conclusion. We want you to come to your own conclusion. You might come to the same conclusion that we do. You might come to the same conclusion that Rachel, Rachel Maddow comes to. I don't know. <laughs> but but the point is is that we want to awake inside you. We want to awaken inside you a a a, a spirit of inquiry. Yes. A spirit of 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 truth yes. and finding the truth, because there's a lot of things in this world today that will mislead you and will guide you in the wrong direction. The lies can be found everywhere. Yes. It's the truth that is hard to find. So th- I just wanted to preface this going into this segment. Please go out and do your own research. Take what we have said to you and look it up. Yeah. And power snowballs. When people get a little bit of power, they want to accumulate a little bit more power, especially people who go into politics as a profession instead of uh, instead of 
trying to build something or make something that people want. They go into politics as a profession. I mean, you have congressmen that have been there for decades and and they and they're getting rich off of inside trading and uh and lobbyists who uh, treat them like royalty. You have people like the Hunter Bidens of the world who use their 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 parents standing and uh and authority as as a a cash register and uh what what we need to do to fight back we don't we don't necessarily have to fight back with weapons you don't need to have a civil war with weapons because as Christ showed us you can you could start a revolution with no weapons at all because he said you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So it's it's really about education. If we can educate people more uh, about the truth, every you have to understand everything that comes out of your TV set is a complete lie. I know you don't believe it. You take it as gospel truth. But you do when you when you take the the, the television's reports the mainstream media the left stream media i call it as gospel truth what you're doing is you're setting up a false idol of that's your god and you and you have to choose as bob dylan says you have to serve somebody it might be the devil or it might be the lord but you're gonna have to serve somebody either way so you have to choose your uh who are you gonna stand with and Go with the truth. Seek the truth. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, no, I think, you know, I think that it, it, you're you're absolutely right. You know, you know, the, the problem with today is is uh, just like what we've been talking about this whole this whole time, you know, is that you, you, it's you don't know what to believe. Yeah. You know, the, you know, it, what's right is wrong and what's wrong is right. And what's true is a lie and what's a lie is true. And you know, it's like and you're and you're and you're seeing these videos out of Ukraine. And you're going, oh, my gosh, these poor people. And then you realize it was Syria. You know, and you're know. like, wait, what? Yeah. You know, like, the, the, you know, and, I, and I did. I saw these pictures of of this poor Syrian man. Um, totally distraught. I mean, with his hands on his face, obviously hysterically crying. And there's another picture of him laying on um, a, a woman, it, it, you know, lying on the ground. She's obviously dead. And and you know, and you're and you're seeing this. And this is was when um, Assad had you know had bombed out civilian um, apartments. Purport, you know, purportedly, purportedly, purport, right, right, exactly. Who knows if that was true? But anyway, but you know, you're you're seeing these pictures of these people, and it was Syria, it wasn't Ukraine, yeah. and it's just like, and you're going like, holy cow! And then you see these other videos of Ukraine, uh, Ukrainian people, um, saying no, you know, uh, it, it was our government that was that was you know attacking us and and bombing our city. And so you just don't know. All I'm saying is you just don't know what is uh, truth and what is lies. And the only way you're going to know that is if you if you dig deep, you got to you got to pull your bootstraps up, so to speak. And you really got to you know, you really got to take some time to figure it out and find the truth. Yeah. You know, or you could just or you could just be blissfully ignorant. I mean, it's up to you. 
But, you know, I'd rather know what the truth is. I, I want to know what's going on. Right. I want to know who the liars and the thieves are. Right. Because I want to I I be as far away from them as possible. And there are ways to... Uh, there are ways to analyze liars, uh, the the source of lies. When you look at the results, look at the results of something, because the results of something is, is generally intended. So you can you can uh, extrapolate backwards and and find out, you know what what they're saying compared to what the end result was. And you have people that, like on Twitter, you have people who hang on every word from the left stream media as gospel. It, yesterday, it was the vaccines. It was the masks. They, you have to wear the masks everywhere. And then, and then uh, now, it's, now it's Ukraine. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Uh, you have to help the Ukraine. And then... And then what? What? What if uh, MSNBC decided that uh, the South African boars are the thing that you have to concern yourself with? You know how they're uh, committing genocide against people that they call the boars, if you know what I mean. And if they decide to make that their 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 new thing that they care about, everybody will be talking about South Africa and what and the atrocities that are happening there. It's it's exactly. every every day there's a there's like another uh another issue crisis <laughs> that, that that they have to that they have to pick up and parade and make banners and t-shirts about and and all that. Yep. And if what if well, I what, sorry, I said Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say what if I told you there are no black and white people? You wouldn't believe me. You have to question everything. And the reason that they control the language is to divide us. What is what is more opposite than white and black? Black and white are opposites, right? So they say the white people this and the black people that, and the and then more more black people are starting to vote Republican. And uh, when it used to be more black people this and more and, and the black community and the white community, and they're just trying to divide you. Guess what? We're all the same. We're all the same color. We're just different shades. There are no white people. I've never met an albino. I've never met an albino. I know they exist, but I never met one. And I've never seen a black right. person. And there are no races. What if I told you that? You would think I'm crazy. No, I'm not crazy. Yep. You're, you're just using the language that you were programmed to use. And you're playing into their game by using their language. Exactly. Well, it's just like, you know, I say, you know, you know, it's Ukraine today, but remember yesterday it was Haiti. You know what I mean? Like right. Ukraine, Ukraine is just the new Haiti. You know, they, yes, they, exactly. they, 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 they create these issues. They create these problems. And, and, and when I said, when we, we talk about, they we're talking about the globalists, you know what I mean? You need to look into some of these things, right. Freemasonry, Illuminati. You need to look into the world economic forum and the, the, and the world need- health organization, and- you know, all these world things. And, and, and you need to tune in to Freedom on Deck next week because we're at, we're out of here, guys. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 